Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to read today from uh, the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 1, and I'm going to read from verse 6. We talked a couple days ago, um, I guess uh, last week, on the podcast uh, on the podcast titled Never Down. If you um, uh, missed that one, please go back and listen to it, but talked about how your prayer language, your heavenly prayer language, keeps you stirred up to be in a place of faith, keeps you that you choose whether you are, whether you're stirred up or you're stirred down, that you're, if you're spiritually strong or if you're spiritually weak, the ball's in your court when it comes to that. So we're going to kind of tattle along with that, but just a little bit different today in reading from 2 Timothy 1, 6. And it says, wherefore, I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on of my hands. Paul here is talking to Timothy as a, um, a minister, as a preacher, uh, one preacher to another, one apostle to a pastor. And he's saying, stir up the gift that God has put on the inside of you. When you got baptized in the Holy Ghost, God, the Holy Spirit, came to live on the inside of you. But you choose to stir that gift up. So I'm not going to talk about tongues today. But it's really been on my heart because I believe that we're in a time now where the Lord is coming back soon. And we're in a time where you can't afford to play around and and not be spiritually strong and and, and spiritually independent, if you will. Obviously, we know that God has us in the church and will always be under authority. But I'm saying like not in a place where you have to be uh, uh, force-fed things to like get yourself in the right place with the Lord. You should be able to, you should be able to self-feed when it comes to your walk with the Lord. You know, when you're young, there's things like summer camp and there's different things that go on and, you know, youth camps and things that happen. And, you know, there's times you have an encounter with the Lord and, and those are the things that kind of carry you. But there's, there comes a time where you mature in the things of God, and you don't need to have like a Holy Ghost intravenous hooked up, oh, I've been six months, and I've really gotten discouraged, and I'm far away from the Lord, and I'm backslidden, and now I just need to go to a camp meeting so I can get right with the Lord. Where you, where you carry the flame, and you carry the fire of God wherever you go, and you become the standard. And I believe for people that are listening, many of you have been listening for a long time and been putting the Word of God in your heart, but there's a few things practically even that you can do in your disciplined walk. I heard someone say, um, some people think they need to get more spiritual or they need to get more natural and, or they actually, they need to get more disciplined. Some people think they need to be more spiritual where they really need to be more disciplined, where you choose to put things in place in your life to keep you walking close with the Lord. You know, the Romans 12, two says, be not conformed to this world, but be not, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, there's a world standard. There's a standard for everything. There's a standard for uh, if you if you look at like what's acceptable for weight now. They you know the doctor has a thing of like, well, at your height, your weight, this is what's acceptable. This is the right that your height, your build. This is the acceptable weight to be at, and you're this many pounds underweight or this many pounds overweight, and and a lot of it is based on you know what's what's acceptable in our day and age is just based on standards that God didn't come up with. You know, this is what's attractive now. This is what's in in, in in fashion. This is what's in. So there's there's standards of the world in all parts of life. This is what's standard. You know, what, what was standard before? I remember seeing old advertisements for, um, for cigarettes, and they were saying, cigarettes helps pregnant women keep their, <laughs> keep the baby's weight low. You know, they didn't know that it was poisoning the baby, but there was a time where it was like, People smoked as for their health. 
they it was like prescribed. You know, this will help you if you smoke some cigarettes. It'll help you with this issue that you're you know dealing with or whatever. It was prescribed until more information comes out. So the standards always change of what's acceptable. I always use dating as an example. If you go back 60 years ago to dating standards in the U.S., 60, 70 years ago, you you didn't kiss hardly before marriage. You definitely didn't sleep together before marriage. And it was like, if someone was, if someone was, uh, it, it was normal to have one person be married. Now it's like, you know, to someone to go through two, three, four marriages, it's it's not a big deal. Oh, it's fine. Oh, you if you're a person who doesn't sleep with someone before you get married, you're looked at as like the oddball. Why? The standards change. Morality standards have changed. There was a time when abortion was a terrible, I mean, it still is terrible, but it was perceived by the general public as terrible. And now you have millions and millions of people who look at abortion as a human, a human right. Oh, it's fine to kill the baby because I'm the mom, I can do whatever I want. And so people's moral standards have changed. But you have to, in your own life, you have to let the word of God become the standard for your life. So turn over um, back to 1 Timothy, and it says, 1 Timothy 4.14, it says, neglect not the gift that is in you which was given you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. So what is he doing? He's encouraging Timothy, don't neglect what God has given you. Don't neglect your walk with the Lord. And so this is what I want to charge you with today is don't neglect your walk with the Lord. You know, there may have been a standard of the way you did things where you went from like your, all your spiritual food came from church. But, and obviously I know I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to people, I'm teaching people here who are listening to a podcast, not because they have to, but because they're choosing to, but but you choose to stay on fire for the Lord. So what does that mean? Well, the Holy Ghost will show you what that means for you. You know, you don't live. You're the, the, the Lord is your master. He tells you what to do. So it isn't just about like, all right, because I could get on here pretty easily and say, you need to be praying 30 minutes a day. You need to win one soul to the, a day to the Lord. You need to spend 30 minutes a day in the word. You need to confess the word. You need to, uh, you know, I could give you that list of things to do. But that would be really religion because someone could take that list of things and do it and still be far from the Lord in their heart. You honor me with your words, but your heart is far from me. So on fire looks different for everybody. But I know there are some common ingredients. Number one, it's not far from the word. You know, there was a time in my life where I didn't have a, a dedicated time in the word every day. This was a long time ago. But I didn't have a dedicated time in the word every day. I wasn't disciplined to be in the word. And so what would happen is I'd find myself after like five days, four days, five days, like feeling just dry spiritually. I'd be like, why do I feel so dry? And then I'd remember, I haven't read the Bible in, in almost a week. And then I would read, I would take an hour or two hours and I would just read the word and I would get so charged up and filled up and feeling like I'm overflowing. And it's like, I would live, I wouldn't live in the overflow. I would live under, under, under the regular level and then wait till I got dry to build back up. This is a time where we can't afford to do that. We wait where we stay so full of the word of God that it's the first thing that comes out when we're tested. We wake up in the morning and we wake up saying, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in this day. So you, you're choosing to stay close to the word of God. Stay close to the word of God. Let the word be the thing on your mouth that you default to speak. So that's number one. Number two is having an active praise and worship life. When is the last time by yourself you praised the Lord out loud? Lord, I just worship you. I bless you. Lord, you're so wonderful. When is the last time you danced before the Lord? So there's things that show that you love the Lord. 
when you're in love with somebody, you, you tell other people. So number three is soul winner. When you love the Lord, you have to be able to get past fear. There's not a single Christian who's not called to personally one-on-one win souls. We're all called to win souls. There's people that you'll reach that no one else will reach. Your mailman, your hairstylist, there's people that you'll reach that if you just take the gospel soul winning script or whatever method you use and are bold to do it. And so there's things that, and you know, honestly, if people say, well, I need a greater compassion for the souls, for souls, you know how you get a greater compassion for souls? You start winning more souls. The more souls you win, the, the greater compassion you'll and love you'll have for the lost. And so there's things that we do where you become the new standard. And so I speak this from the Lord to some of you. There are people that you've allowed your friends to be the standard in your life, and you've, con- you've looked around for the standard of normal. Oh, it's okay that I don't go to church uh, for a few days because I'm just going to stay back and I just need to relax and play video games. That's normal. Well, that's n- I don't see that as normal from a Bible's perspective. I see people who've dedicated and completely given their lives to the Lord as normal. I see people who preach, pray, prophesy as normal. I see people who have signs and wonders as normal. I don't see people who, 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 who don't spend, you know, take a weekend and don't spend time with the Lord as normal, who binge watch 12 hours worth of movies in a day and don't read their Bible. I don't see that as normal. And so there may have been a time where that was acceptable, but ask the Holy Ghost because the Lord will lead you and, and pray fervently and say, Lord, what are the things in my life that I'm allowing that aren't beneficial and that are taking away? And Lord, I lay my life down on the altar. Someone may tell you, you need to pray four hours a day. I'm not here to tell you that. I'm here to tell you, ask the Holy Ghost what you need to do. You know, there's a time for everything. There may be a time where the Lord draws you and says, hey, come, come and spend three hours, four hours with me. And then there's a time, like I was talking to someone today and I said, you know, on Sunday afternoons, one of my favorite things is I would nap on Sunday afternoons after lunch. And then I'd wake up in the time between church, I would study the word. And it was like one of my favorite times of the week, like just quiet in the house. I drink a cup of coffee or tea and just study. And now I have a son. And so we, we try to get him to nap when we nap. And then I wake up and, and, and if he wakes up, I'm not studying in the afternoon as much. I'm spending time with my son, right? I'm playing with him and trying to keep him from trying to, from banging his head on the tile floors, you know, the times change. And that's not saying that's gone forever, but there's a time for, for different things. So you can't compare yourself and say, this is the only way it has to be done. But ask the Lord, because this is a time where it's important that you stay stirred up, where you stay on fire for the Lord, where you don't let the fire grow dim, where you don't let a week go by. Where you, you know how you know if the fire's growing dim? If you don't feel like doing any of these things. If you don't say, bless God, thank you, Lord, that I get to wake up tomorrow and pray in the Holy Ghost and Lord, thank you that there's people out there this week for me to win souls. If you're feeling in a place where everything's compulsion and, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that, you're not on fire for the Lord. Ask the Lord, Lord, restore my first love. You know, you may need to take time in prayer and consecration and re-consecrate yourself to the Lord and say, Lord... Set my heart ablaze so these things, these things overflow out of a heart of love. So no one has to tell you, hey, go win souls. I mean, it's good to be put in remembrance, but where you say, Lord, thank you. Lord, I, I can't let this week go by and not have people that I tell, tell about you. I, I have to. This is, this, is, this is all I'm living for is your kingdom. So ask the Lord to rekindle that flame. This is a time to stay on fire for the Lord. Stay 
Let the flame burn. Let it rage out of control. Start looking in your life and say, Lord, Lord, where have I taken the example of other people as my normal, where it doesn't need to be, where I need to take the Bible as normal? Because in the Bible, a prayer life, uh, uh, the Bible says continue in prayer, which means be, be dedicated to it. Give yourself to it. It doesn't say give yourself to video games. It says give yourself to prayer. And that's what's normal. So Lord, where have I taken the world standards, the standard of 2020 is what's normal to do with my time and my life and how to organize things. And, and, and Lord, you tell me what's the new normal? What's your normal? God, what's your normal? And let the Lord show you what you need to do. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. If this is, this podcast has helped you, I would ask you to share it on Instagram. If you take a screenshot and then uh, post it on your, your story or whatever. That's super helpful to get more listeners uh, joining us. Um, I love you. God bless you. We'll see you next time.